Day 1825 Second Life It's a tomb. A tomb for the living. A tomb for those who wished they were dead. As the metal door slammed shut, I could feel myself dying. Asphyxiation from depression, guilt, anger, all brought about by the cold reality of endless confinement. I've always been claustrophobic. Small places make my heart race and my skin crawl. But this space, this space is the smallest of all. A prison cell the size of a large bathroom. And I'll be here for another fifteen years. After my trial, a second before the clerk of court read the word guilty, that was the last time I remember being free. And take my word on this, freedom is an extraordinary gift. I never appreciated the mindless act of getting up in the morning and going outside to get the newspaper, never treasured the time reading a book to my kids before they went to bed, never savored the bliss of making love to my beautiful wife. I never associated the word freedom with any of those things. But I do now. The moment the steel door went click on my twenty-year cage, my amazing life came to an abrupt end. I'm a broken man. Some people, stupid people, say that a twenty-year convicted felon has the ability to reform, get released from this shithole and build a new life. For me, however, there is no life that can compare to the one I once had. Great job, beautiful family, lifelong friends, all essential operative ingredients that made me the luckiest man alive. It was the fucking American dream. I... uh, I'm sorry. My apologies. I never used to talk like this, but... Five years in this cement toilet turns you into something you're not. Fuck, shit, all the derogatory superlatives are part of every conversation you have with every fucking person in this entire goddamn cell block. Ah, shit. See what I mean? It just slips out. It's like living in England for five years and coming back to America with a limey accent. My new accent is that of the streets. It's the common tongue of the rapists, bank robbers, carjackers, child molesters, and killers I now live with. They are my new roommates, my new sex partners, willingly or not. Unlike most of these incarcerated zeros who weren't given a chance in life, I had every chance and took advantage of every single one of them. I was not only born with a silver spoon in my mouth, but I also had the complete nine-piece sterling tea service crammed in there as well. The entire nine. Rich parents, formal education at the best schools, I ran with the elite and went on to get my degree at Harvard Medical School. Not bad, huh? That ain't no tang, as they say in here. It gets even better. During my residency, I met a bombshell of a nurse who became my wife, then became the mother of our three 
breathtakingly beautiful kids. I love them all so much it makes my heart bleed. I guess I still love my wife, too, in a way. I don't think any of this is really her fault per se. Any of you women reading this right now would have done exactly what she did. Emotional decisions based on feelings of rejection and betrayal. But my wife bears a certain measure of responsibility for my being in here. She's the reason I eat prison food at night and watch the cockroaches finish off what's left on my tray. This unique and somewhat repulsive diversion has taken the place of my evening TV watching, an amusement I used to enjoy at home while sitting in my thousand-dollar leather Lazy Boy recliner. Back home, I never gave the black bugs much thought, except their seasonal appearance did remind me to call the exterminator.